Hello and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast where we tell the stories of local business owners and Maine residents and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski. And I am Kimberly Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and follow us on on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through the links in the show notes. This episode is sponsored by Fabian Oil, a family-owned and operated business that offers heating oil and propane delivery services and repairs. Fabian has been serving Central and Northern Maine with propane and oil for over 30 years. As a local Maine business, they cherish the relationships they have formed by serving the people of their communities. In 2019, Fabian entered the Southern Maine region with a heating oil acquisition, and they have recently brought propane to the market. They are aggressive and would love to be your supplier. Give them a call at 207-793-2044 or visit fabianoil.com. In this episode, we'll be talking with Rebecca Wood and Chris Hobbs from The Workshop at Ace. The Workshop is a DIY creative studio hosted by Oak Hill and Dunstan Ace Hardware, where imagination and craftsmanship come together. From novice to expert, you'll learn something new while you create one-of-a-kind handmade projects at their make-and-take classes or get informed at their Hardware and Home Care 101 series on basic how-to topics. Co-founders Rebecca and Chris bring years of experience to this fun and welcoming space. Don't think you have the know-how to tackle something new? They will prove you wrong. Welcome to the show, Rebecca and Chris. We're so glad to have you here with us today. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Thanks. Yes, coming into our virtual coming studio. Coming into our virtual studio. <laughs> like, yes. Kim, I always say that. Kim always says that every single day. Thanks for coming in. Like, Really? <laughs> well, you know, it's just one of those They're things. They're there. Like, we're here. Yes, but, you know, we're in this virtual thing. Right. Yes. We did come into the workshop. So. Th- yes. There we go. Yes. So, yes. There you go. I was wrong yet again. So I'm so excited to have you guys on the show today because I love what you do, and I love just the fact um, that it's so unique. It's a woman-owned business. And so I want to just um, dig in and say, you know, ask the question, you know, Tell us what what is the workshop and what was really the inspiration for starting it? Um, well, the workshop is a DIY creative studio in Scarborough, and mm-hmm. um, we put it on in conjunction with Ace Hardware. We have two stores in Scarborough, and mm-hmm. the physical location of the workshop is at one of them closer to the Saco end at our Dunstan store. Mm-hmm. And I had been wanting to do something like this for a while. We had done some intro classes to chalk painting and other sort of informational things at the store, but there really wasn't a good physical space to be doing things like that mm-hmm. frequently. So there's a building in the parking lot of Dunstan that uh, we had a tenant in that ended up relocating. So there was a vacant space and I I staked my claim on it so <laughs> that we could start doing this. That's awesome. That is so cool. So like what, um, and and now I want to just back up a little bit. You're, you, this is in conjunction with Ace Hardware. You you guys have two locations. And what's cool about this is you guys are a family business, correct? Yes. Yeah. My family owns um, both locations. We also own the property at Dunstan and my dad has been working at the store since he was in high school and uh, now him and my mom own the businesses and my brother and I work here as well. 
That's so cool. So growing up, did you, was there a lot of like DIY projects that you were exposed to, you know, growing up around the house and things like that? Did you, how did you develop kind of that passion for that? Yeah, I mean, my dad's pretty handy, I guess. So if there was something around the house, he'd try to tackle it, tackle it learning a lot of stuff from the hardware store as you're helping customers and mm-hmm. plumbing and electrical and everything like that. You just pick up on a lot of things. So it's a mm-hmm. good business to be in when you're a homeowner too, or a young homeowner as they were. Mm-hmm. So I think he picked up a lot of things there. And I, my mom's pretty handy and creative as well. So I think between the two of them, I just saw a lot of that stuff going on. And the attitude is always sort of, well, just figure out how to do it. <laughs> and so that's, that's sort of, I adopted that attitude as well, I guess. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. So, so what are some of the projects that you've done in the past and what are some of the ones you, you think you'll be offering this spring and summer? So the projects that we have primarily started with, uh, we, I guess, uh, September, 2019 is when the space became available and we started renovating to a degree, um, and to open and we were expecting to open the following May, but with everything going on, we sort of pushed that back and decided to open at the end of summer just so that we had something to look forward to and just get started on. Mm-hmm. And we started with a lot of wood home decor type projects. So trays and signs, uh, menu boards, mm-hmm. little sets of hooks, um, s'mores tray, things like that. So you come in and stain the item and assemble it, get to use some power tools. Everything pretty much has a stencil on it. Some of them are customized so you can put your last name or a date or your address or whatever it is, depending on the item. Mm -hmm. And you get to choose how you want it to look, what the stain and the paint and all of that stuff is. So there's a little bit of creative side of it. And there's a little bit of learning how to use some power tools. A lot of people come in here and they've never you know, even used a drill. If they hadn't mm-hmm. had to, then they hadn't picked anything up. Mm-hmm. So we started with a lot of those kind of projects. And then we took a little break over the holidays. And just since it's been cold and everything, we've spent this time brainstorming some new things that we can do to kind of branch out from the wood stuff, um, like making planters or tie dyeing or cool welcome mats. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Just to learn some different techniques and have some try to have a broader appeal of different types of projects to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we were lucky to have partner in Hancock Lumber when they opened their new location in Saco. So they're oh, yeah. kind of our wood sponsor, if you will. We get premium pine from them. That's so cool. To make these projects. So that's a that's another um, local family owned business. Yeah, we're actually going to be having Kevin on the show here in a few weeks. Yeah. Kevin Hancock. So we're excited about that. Yeah, I think that's just really cool how you guys are partnering up with um, another locally owned Maine company and just uh, working together. I mean, because that's what, you know, Maine is really all about. And it's just it's really cool that, you know, so when people come in, you're you're teaching them how to use some of these tools, correct? Yeah, um, well, that's kind of one of our we have kind of two mottos here. One is uh, be brave enough to suck at something new. Mm. You don't want people to be intimidated by coming right. in, you know, and, and just it's just to show people how easy this stuff can be. And, and it's really to empower people to maybe try some of this stuff on their own. You know, one of, we have two takeaways 
we want people to walk away having had a good time, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess three takeaways, having had a good time, learn something. Uh, My goal and I have, you know, part of my background is is in education. And so my Mm -hmm. goal is I always want people to walk away having learned something. Mm-hmm. Whether you might say, you know what I learned? I learned I hate their hand sanitizer. Whatever you learned that <laughs> night. You know? So learn something, obviously have a good time and be happy with what they walk away with. You know, yeah. oftentimes people will go, oops, you know, no, it's okay. We can fix it. I think we say that 20 times a class. Every, yeah, every it's okay. Class, we can fix don't it. Don't worry about it. That's not a big deal. We can fix it. Quote that. unquote mistake. Right. And part of that is learning for us too. Like Rebecca mm-hmm. was saying, we're developing new kinds of projects for the spring. And we're actually bringing in other people to teach with us, people who nice. will be teaching huh. more informational while we're, we're pairing that with an actual project. Nice. We have somebody coming in to do a birding class, which really is about feeding birds, especially for this area and that kind of thing. Hmm. That'll be paired with making a bird feeder. Oh, uh, cool. We also are doing other 101 classes in conjunction with the hardware stores. You know, people are obsessed with their lawns. So we have Dan, who's the owner, and uh, one of the assistant managers from the other store are going to come in. They're going to teach people, you know, how to get that beautiful lawn you really want to get and how to take care of it. And Mm -hmm. you don't have to seed 12 times a year and, you know, all this other stuff. So that'll be good. Um, We're going to have a class on pollinators and hosting pollinators and making a bug hotel. Hmm. So just basic things like that, but trying to incorporate the two different avenues of this business to teach people not just, I made a cute thing, but I also learned what I can do with it. Right. Yeah. I love that. I love the whole idea of the bird feeder and learning how to feed birds because I... Because of your spectacular <laughs> bird feeding fail this past this Fail, past yes. I caught not one bird in my bird feeder. Not one. Uh, well, there could be a lot of reasons for that. But. What the Every heck? Every single morning, that's all I heard was... Not one single bite. I'm like, again with the bird feeder. Yeah. How <laughs> many squirrels did you get? Nothing. I got no oh, one. Wow. I would have been happy if I got a squirrel. I got nothing in that stinking bird feeder. So I need to attend that stinky. I need to attend that class. <laughs> you should. But you should. April, I, April 17th, I think okay. that one is. April 17th. It's I on think. my calendar. We'll I need say. to learn how to get a bird. I need to get a bird. Oh I want to watch gosh. the birds. <laughs> So, she saw Mary Poppins and just became obsessed. She was singing the song, I can yeah. feed the birds. Well, that was her problem. She put up a bird feeder. She needed to go sit on the steps of the courthouse or something. There, you know, that, that's right. there we go. There, It's all settled. Yes. I just, I love that. I love that you guys are helping people to be hands-on. And what I love about what you do, too, is I'm kind of old-fashioned. So I like receiving homemade gifts. Like, I love to receive something that was thought out and I know like for Christmas this year I asked my family to make me homemade gifts that means so much more than really anything and it's cool that people can come in and create something from scratch and what a beautiful just gift idea what a great opportunity for someone that's having you know a bridal shower or birthday parties to get together or just you know family to get together and create something it's just, it's really cool. Uh, just the whole concept of what you guys are doing is that you're teaching people and then they walk away with something that's very personal. Yeah, it's a mix of people coming in when they're making a project, whether they're making it for themselves or someone else. Um, mm-hmm. And we also did some stuff over the holidays just to try to mix it up a little because some people were not interested in coming out to the world, although we do have super small class sizes at the moment and mm-hmm. um, can accommodate your private group and things like that. 
to make it easier. But we did do some custom projects for someone. Someone wanted to replicate a trail sign that was named after her husband. So she had us make, I think, a a dozen dozen. signs or so of that trail sign that she could give Hmm. us gifts. And we did some made-to-order things for people who either didn't have time or whatever it was to come in and and make the thing. I think we made a couple like grilling trays with people's names Mm -hmm. on them for them to give as gifts. We've done, uh, speaking of groups and things, we've done some private groups, including a kid's party. We had fun with a Harry Potter themed party where they came in and made a little sign and some wands and and had a little get together, which was fun. Mm -hmm. And, um, you mentioned something about weddings and bridal parties. That's another thing we're working on for the spring and summer where a bride and or some of her bridal party or whoever could come in and make some DIY items for their wedding, whether it's mm-hmm. signs to go uh, to direct people or um, a box to collect cards or gifts. Thank you gifts for their bridal party. That kind of thing we're planning. We have a couple of what we're calling wedding workshops planned Mm -hmm. now for for that and hoping to work with some local venues to connect with their brides or maybe not necessarily brides, but, you know, their people. Yeah. 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 And it it seems like, too, another great, um, any realtors that are listening to this, I know a lot of times realtors like to give gifts to their clients, and it seems like this could be something great for them as well, like whether they have you guys custom make the product or they go in and they actually spend the time to make it themselves. It seems like that would be a great avenue of people to utilize um, what you guys do. And because I know that a lot of times, you know, realtors, when people buy a home, they like to give them a custom gift. Yeah. So it seems like yeah, that's, those, a, that's a good idea. And we've thought of that a little bit. And so we hope to connect with some people. That's great. This spring as well to sort of figure that out. And just also a way we're finding that the best way to get the word out is to have people come in so they have an understanding of what's going on here Mm -hmm. Um, because it's hard to cram all into an ad or um, it's best when we can show people. So I think the more we can get the word out by connecting with wedding venues and realtors and other, other groups, teachers and things like that to get them a flyer information or a coupon to help send people in um, is is what we're trying to get started on. We did a little bit of a soft opening, I would say this fall, just because we didn't quite know how everything was going to go, but we Mm -hmm. had, I'd say we're pretty successful considering the situation and everything. Starting in a pandemic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've had 76 students um, at this point. Awesome. And, um, we actually, like Rebecca was saying last week, we actually hosted, um, over February break, a group of teachers. Um, so it was a private group, but it was, you know, all ladies who work together every day. They're kind of, you know, in that same bubble. And, Mm -hmm. um, so they were comfortable coming. We do limit if it's a regular open class, um, we do limit the size of the class Mm -hmm. to six people. Mm-hmm. It's all distanced. We sanitize all the tools. We you get your own personal supplies. Everybody's masked the whole day. That's great. So we're yeah. we're lucky to do that. And so one of yeah. the things Rebecca was saying about bringing more people in, we actually have a new another a new kind of a little opening happening. Um, April twenty fourth, we're having our spring open house, mm-hmm. so people can you know walk in, kind of see what we're we're about, seeing what new offerings we have, and um, you know maybe sign up. That's great. 
That's yeah, that's. We'll have to make sure to let people know about that for sure. April twenty sixth, twenty fourth. 24th, 24th. So April 24th is your spring open house. Okay, great. So what's a good way for someone who isn't crafty or handy to get started with uh, DIY projects? What would you say is, is the first step? I mean, honestly, coming to the workshop is a good first step. Um, we have open studio times on um, certain Tuesdays during the month where you can just come in and do your own project. So mm-hmm. You can get in touch with us in advance if you want to make something. We've had people come and refinish furniture. Um, I had someone asking the other day about making some hooks for her mudroom. We've had people come in and make birdhouses and things. So Wedding gifts. Yeah, you can come in and use our space and use some of our materials. You can just come in and use the space because some people just don't have an Mm -hmm. area that they can do that stuff at home and also maybe don't want to invest in a chop saw or a table (laughs) saw or whatever. (laughs) So um, I think finding a place, you know, like this or someone who has some tools or know-how so you don't have to make a big investment is just, Mm -hmm. is probably the biggest hurdle because if you don't have the tools, it's kind of hard to do some stuff. But honestly, we just figure things out as they come along. Someone wanted to make a catio, like an outdoor patio for their mm-hmm. cat. And she had some light plans to do it. And I just Googled it. Like we just sort of look things up, figure it out, see mm-hmm. with our combined knowledge, see what we think is going to work the best and then just start trying it. So I think that's sort of the best advice I could give to anyone is to just try something that's the worst that can happen. I don't get mixed up in electrical or plumbing, but other than that, I pretty much will try anything. Yeah, that's great. Mm. Just do it. That's one of the handy things about being part of ACE or being, you know, next to the hardware store is we can walk next door and see, you know, you know what, we might not have that, but we can walk next door and go, Oh, I bet we can find something in here. Or, Mm. you know what, you know, this guy's great at plumbing. Let's go ask him. Or, you know, we're very lucky to have that resource and that just benefits our students too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can't, you just, you can't buy that experience. Nope. You know, and that's that's important. And also, yeah, well, it, yeah. it's helpful when stuff breaks. You can just run and get a new one. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't know everything. I think sometimes people get intimidated because mm. they think, oh, I haven't done something or I don't know everything or I have to know everything before I even can pick something up to get started. I have mm-hmm. to know exactly how it's going to go or what I'm going to doing, what I'm going to be doing. It's you're probably going to run into some obstacles. That's normal. And mm-hmm. I think it's just about having that sort of attitude of all right, well, I'll just try it and figure it out. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. And I, I liked what you said earlier about people, you know, oh, we can fix that and, you know, might be nervous about making mistakes and, you know, something as, as a musician, I, the thing I keep telling people is sometimes the mistakes are the most interesting part of the entire thing. <laughs> like, wow, that's, that was a mistake, but that was actually kind of cool. Let's, let's actually go with that yeah, <laughs> and, and I see think, where that goes. I think allowing people you know, especially in adults, I think allowing them to feel like they can make a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's mm. like, you know what? And it, we'll fix it. And if the worst comes to worse, if we can't fix it, we'll start over. Right. You yeah. know, it's, it's a learning process. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think the word mistake too is not always the right, like, I mean, sure you can overpaint and get a bleedy stencil or something, but I think often it's just more something comes out a little different than you had in your head because you mm-hmm. hadn't done it before. So you're just not sure how it's Mm -hmm. all going to come out, but I'd say pretty much everyone leaves here really happy with what they've done or surprised that they did it or Mm. um, happy with that result. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's always a great moment. Like when they are complete, like if they're using a stencil, when they finally get to rip that off and they see what they've actually done, like that Mm. reveal is always very rewarding for everybody. I think we're always really excited to see what people have done. Mm. Yeah. I, although I will say I, as someone who, who recently did that, of course, like I I should have come to you. And he I'm, made me I'm a sign for Christmas. I but I did come like on, I did Todd, this. where were you? No I know we were I right did. here waiting for you. Well, he needs to make another one, so he's coming to you oh, for the next no. one. Oh. He needs I, to make another one from my office. I, I did okay. this project like every I like the whole stencil thing. I did it exactly the probably the way you would you would tell people not to do it. <laughs> so for me, when I was tearing off the stencil, it wasn't like those ah so satisfying. It was terrifying. Like <laughs> that, oh, oh no, oh, just please let it not look horrible. That's <laughs> as long as it doesn't look horrible, I can work with it. Your heart but, was yes. in it, right? Yes. Your heart it, was in it. That's yes. Yeah. My, apparently, my brain wasn't, but my heart was in it. <laughs> it was a good job. Um, so uh, what, what's, what are some of the favorite things, uh, one of the favorite parts that you have of offering these programs and, and just what you do at the workshop? What's your favorite part of that? I like to see on the open studio, you know, what people come up with and what they want to work on. That's always fun because it's something different. Yeah. And um, we make a sample of all the projects and stencils. So that's can be a fun process to see how things come out and try new techniques. Yeah. So um I think just we really we spent I think when we opened and not really knowing what was going to happen that was a little bit for our own mental health just so we had something to do (laughs) and look forward Mm. to yeah and we do some of our own projects here we're here on Tuesdays planning and doing things whether someone's here or not and some other days we were here pretty frequently um over the over the fall because we had nothing else to do (laughs) anyway and we would just kind of do any of our own projects so just trying something new and Mm -hmm. I think having that energy when people come in that's the the fun part when they start to see other projects or other that people are working on or on the wall or we talk about things and kind of transferring that excitement and Mm -hmm. attitude to other people I think is what we like about yeah, we we pr- try to put out a pretty relaxed and fun vibe. We always have music playing. The group of teachers who came last week, they walked in with their shopping bags full of snacks, and they they were a fun group to kind of play fun music for. And um, we do a lot of laughing and probably not great singing, but it's it's okay. <laughs> okay, yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I know. So Rebecca, sorry, Rebecca is, actually is actually a, a musician. So, so yeah. I, I was actually hoping she'd sing something for us. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't do my greatest singing here, to be honest. That's a fair comment. I mean, uh, if you ever want to see um, a performance of Hamilton and you you know, Broadway's down, but yeah, but we're not, we're not. we, we, so. we uh, perform that frequently. So if you ever want yeah. awesome. to probably to the horror now, of yeah. everyone in the parking lot, not but, a lot yes. of, not a lot of teams out there whose hype music is Hamilton, <laughs> yeah. but that's ours. The, the two, the two woman rendition in Maine. Yes. That's unique. I need to see that. You know? haven't even watched the original. I keep on well, saying, you should watch this. If you want to come see us. I see theirs first. Yeah. You might want to see us first. Play your God, maybe you should get some testimonies from people who've actually heard our. You play your cards right. My eleven-year-old may do um, some some Lafayette rap for you. I love it. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, we and I just loved. I love this question because it, you know everyone's a little different. And um, how would each of you? I'd love to hear your answers on this. But how do you define success? Um. That is a good question. And I 
I think personally, I have pretty high expectations for myself and setting out to do this. I wanted it to be a certain way and to unfold a certain way. I'm really good at planning and organizing and usually things do go to plan and that's great. I think dealing with the obstacles that we had this year, we had to learn how to be a little bit more flexible Mm -hmm. um, and maybe lower some of my expectations or temper them in a way that it just wasn't going to be exactly as I had planned. So I think Mm -hmm. in that way, looking at it, the successes, but we still did it. We opened, we tried something, we're still trying it. We adapted a lot to some different things, trying to do the need to order things, custom gifts for the holidays and things like that. We had talked about doing take-home kits and everything. So I think that idea of sort of rolling with it to figure it out Mm -hmm. while still trying is really what I still feel good about. It's not the, the package I thought I was putting together to begin with, and it didn't happen that way, but I'm still happy that we did it and tried and had the level of success that we had. That's so far. So I think, yeah, you can look at numbers and money and all of that kind of stuff, but I feel personally successful that this is something that I had wanted to do for a long time and actually did it. And you're doing it. That's so cool. Mm. How about you, Chris? Um, I guess for me, well, like Rebecca was saying, you know, logistically there's the success that we haven't had to lock the doors yet. So there's that. Mm. Um, we've taken a small engine repair shop and created a pretty beautiful space for what it is. Mm. Um, and it's a place that we're happy. I think we're excited to come to just about every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the success for us is the people who come and walk out really happy. Mm -hmm. You know, they might, it it might not be their dream project, but they're really happy with the fact that they accomplished it. Mm -hmm. They had a good time. They learned something and they want to come back. You know, right. and and they say, oh, I'm going to come back and I'm going to bring these two friends mm-hmm. or, you know, we one of our teachers last week made a project and her mom fell so in love with it, but can't come out to a class, you know, but they're so excited about it. We're going to make a take home kit for them so she oh, can do nice. it at home. Um, nice. So to me right now, that's that's yeah, what I, I believe our successes are. I think we can really dial it back to just like on the class level, having people in showing them how to use something or do something and seeing mm-hmm. them be excited about that, mm. you know, and then at the end of the night, we're like, that was a great class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in terms of success of this particular venture, you know, I think mm-hmm. that's how we're, we're looking at it. Yeah. I think there's something so powerful in teaching someone something. Yeah. You know, there's just such, such a power in that. Mm. And the yeah. fact that we're excited for what's next, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're excited to keep doing what we've been doing, but to add the new and to, mm-hmm. you know, find out who's going to walk in the door next. Yeah. I'm mm. excited about the bird class. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you the schedule. Okay. I was, I was at a point where I almost bought like a fake bird. Just <laughs> I put it there just, just well, to see a little spark of joy. You'll but. have to come and get some advice from Anne and oh, uh, yeah. make yourself totally gonna be a little feeder. So Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> So another question that we uh, we tend to like to ask because it's inform- it's informational for us. Uh, but who or what inspires you? Um, that's a good question. I think here, you know, it's the people that come in and, like we were just saying, sort of 
showing them new things and seeing the excitement. And uh, some people come in kind of nervous or don't have a lot of confidence about um, doing something creative or using tools. And when they do and they feel accomplished, then that's always um, inspiring and, and mm-hmm. having that energy around so that we can come up with new projects to see what people are interested in. That's that's always fun. And then I guess in like the broader scheme, I'd say my parents are really a big mm-hmm. inspiration um, mm-hmm. to see what they've done over time. My dad has worked here since he was in high school and just kind of walked off the street. Him and his dad would come in because they lived down the street from Oak Hill at the time frequently. And I think he came in on like April break or something once. And they're like, do you want a job? Because you're here all the time. <laughs> and um, he just didn't come home for dinner. And his mom was like, well, where were you? well, I got a job. And, and then he just <laughs> never, never left. Never so, um, and, you know, opened a new store. They've got these buildings. They really, um, I have to say, let me take the reins of this um, venture as well mm. without a lot of rules or, or, or regulations. I mean, I have to, you know, it would be nice to make money and make it worth it. There's a certain amount of investment in here, obviously, but I think they... Um, they trust me and they are excited as well and want to do something. So I think their sort of attitude of let's just try something and do it is definitely where I, Mm -hmm. where it comes from for me. And that overall is just, I think what makes me feel like I could pretty much do anything and figure anything out, which is a good place to be in. I don't know. I don't know everything, but I'm not, not scared to try. So Love that. I think seeing how they've lived their life like that and, and taken some leaps of faith in things. That's so cool. Mm. How about you, Chris? Um, For me, I have a little bit different background from Rebecca. I uh, was a military spouse for over 20 years. So a lot of my inspiration is coming from seeing what a lot of my, it, it evolved so much. It used to be, it was very difficult to have a career. I'm seeing a lot of my, what we would call military sisters, whatever, kind of starting really are able to um, have careers take off and and start their own businesses and kind of make the life they want to make within the parameters of moving around the world or, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to run a three kid, two dog household and a business without your spouse. Or Mm -hmm. um, so I look at how fortunate I am to have this opportunity with Rebecca and I kind of think, God, this is, could this have been something I could have done 10 years ago, but now I can. And, um, and I, I have kids and I have kids of very different ages. I have an 11 year old and a 22 year old. And Mm so what their relative experiences are right now are so different. I can get inspiration from both of them so Mm -hmm. differently or like, you know, my 22 year old, she's a college senior and she's, you know, knows what's trendy and knows this. And, you know, so she can, she's great. You know, she'll give me a lot of ideas. My youngest can be like, Hey mom, you know, you guys should do this for a kid's class, which is something else we're going to awesome. start. We're going to do this spring. We're kicking off a couple of those over April break. And, you know, so it's, it's nice. And it's, and being encouraged and supportive, like Rebecca was saying by her folks, mm-hmm. um, that's inspiring because you want mm-hmm. to succeed and you want to see what else can we do you know, with their support. That's great. 
Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Rebecca and Chris. We really appreciate you taking this time out of your, your morning to be with us and, and uh, bearing with our, our bird feeder stories <laughs> and failings. Fine. Uh, we, we definitely uh, encourage all of our listeners to check yes. out the workshop. Uh, we'll have a link to um, to your website, social media, all of that along in the show notes. Now, I'm if I'm remembering correctly, people can sign up for all of this right on your website, correct? Yeah, you can register for classes. Um, they'll be up by the time this comes out, I'm assuming, um, in the spring for all of our different types of classes. And you just register right online. And uh, I get an email, and I'm ready for you when you come in. I'm excited. I can't wait. Awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, and then of course, April 24th uh, is going to be your open house. So that'll be really cool and, and, and great for people to be able to come in and check the place out. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, the thing I'm actually kind of excited about is the, the kind of that open time that you have on what Tuesdays I believe it was yeah and that that's um, always on our calendar too. those dates that we have open studio time and if there's an idea that you want to just that's an easy thing to sign up for too. you just shoot us an email let us know what you're interested in working on we'll let you know if we have the supplies what you need to bring if we have any questions for you and we can find out what level of help you may need or maybe not. Maybe just come in and it's a quiet space. You can maybe put you your music in your and be left alone. Yeah. yeah. You can do yeah. whatever, whatever you want. You might want to sit in a quiet corner and knit, you know. Away it, from your family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You know. We can support that. <laughs> remote school, am I right? <laughs> well, that's it's, it's so cool that you guys are offering this and, and that this is just a, a great place for people to go. So thank you again for sharing yes, that with us so and, and talking with us. And we really appreciate it. Wish you great success yes. this spring. Thank, thank you, you so yes, much. Thanks for having us. Thank you again to our sponsor, Fabian Oil. Be sure to contact them for all your propane and heating oil needs using the information in the show notes. And thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.